Hello everyone, welcome to the episode 11 of Soul Lead Saturday. The guest we have today, Satya Prakash Mohopatra, he says that talent drives him and he wants to be a chief talent officer one day. So let's hear from him how talent drives him and his career journey. How did he manage to be one of the leaders in the areas he's passionate about? So welcome Satya Prakash for being on my Solid Saturday podcast. Thanks Vaisali for welcoming me in your show. Hi, it's Satya. So actually uh, being talent acquisition professional, talent is like us like a magnet. So before going to discuss about how the journey is, First of all, I'd like to tell you a microblogger where exactly I am talking to employees related mm-hmm. to different types of recent trends in the market known as Satya View. So people like it. Second mm-hmm. thing, actually, I see myself as a talent, full stack talent, uh, full stack talent developer because in software, what happens basically, one profile is known as full stack developer. Where exactly the because he is specialized in one particular domain and the other domain actually he is generalized person of knowledge. Okay, like in HR also, there are different types of verticals. So mm-hmm. talent is one of the magnet where exactly which actually runs the store for the organization in mm-hmm. a longer uh, drive and also it. Also shows the mission of his and I started my career as a talent acquisition professional because see in talent there are two types of things. One is recruitment, another is talent acquisition. So recruitment is just like a tactical nature, means you just need to clean the blanks for the organization. There is no strategy is actually involved in talent. Whereas in talent acquisition, actually you just need to Align with the strategy, what exactly is required, what is the success. So all these things actually drive talent. So that's actually, I'm here to discuss with you. So uh, we will get to that point actually. Um, So to start with what I would like to ask is like when I saw your profile, right? Uh, So your tagline says that, you know, you are a full stack HR professional, then people connect hashtag Satya views, which we would explore more about it. You have lots of followers, like people like you, and then you are a micro micro blogger as well as you are data science evangelist. So you do lots of things. You are quite proactive. So what do you enjoy the most and why? I enjoyed full stack HR professional. Mm-hmm. As I said earlier, because here uh, you see, when actually you are starting a particular career in any field, be it HR, be it marketing, be it finance. So first of all, actually you are uh, working in a particular field. Then actually you will get exposure in other fields. I started my career from talent acquisition in the starting of my career. So from there, actually, I moved to talent management, mm-hmm. management system, success and planning, recently actually diversity and inclusion, which is the buzzword in the market. So mm-hmm. everything actually comes closer to the talent. So the basic need for any organization is talent. Your talents ask like glass door for any organization. Mm-hmm. It can make, enjoy very much. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 
Yeah, so that I that answers my question actually. So, uh, how, when did you realize that you like to be a full stack HR professional? How did you find your interest? Okay, so actually during my engineering days, because I am engineer turned HR professional, mm-hmm. so during my en- engineering days, actually when I was working for the companies, actually there, actually although I particular location. So all these things actually I used to do, but actually I didn't know that actually all these things are aligned with HR. Mm-hmm. So one fine day actually I was having my conversation with one of my friend who is actually acting as HR head there. Mm-hmm. So he told me why actually you should not change your career to mm-hmm. a full-time, full-time HR professional. So it uh, strikes my mind. So that time actually I realized, yes, it's good. Listen, just the two aspects which you can correlate and also explore many new opportunities for the organization. Mm-hmm. You see, whatever the field actually you're working, people connect is the basic thing actually we need to focus on. So from there, actually my land has been changed completely. Mm-hmm. And what is this uh, hashtag Satyaviews? When did it started? You see, uh, uh, because blogging is something love uh, writing topics on recent trends with data all these things so from blogging microblogging is somewhat actually it limits your word sense and also it strikes the bull eyes mm-hmm. of the viewer so whoever actually is reading a particular thing so there are many things actually we can write that particular topic so hashtag satyavis come from that particular angle because here actually whatever I want to write. So my thought process, it should be on the pen and paper where exactly viewers can read it mm. and also they can comment on that. So from there, that is Satya. Sounds interesting. So, um, so as you mentioned already, actually, uh, you got to know your passion and interest in the HR professional and then you started uh, taking the right steps towards it. So uh, moving to the next question, uh, talking about like, you know, a lot of students nowadays, like, struggle to get into the areas they are interested in when they are looking for their first opportunity, job opportunity or something. What do you would like to share about current job market? Uh, see, current job market is completely volatile in nature. Mm-hmm. So you just need to focus on what other field you can explore. Mm-hmm. Okay, you first take the competition part or the brand part. Okay, so whatever the opportunity you are getting, Because it will elevate the opportunity and also open door for new market where exactly you can own the skills. Okay. And it will help you in your future career. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so uh, like yeah. for example, I'm just telling you one example. Mm-hmm. Being HR, you should not be limited to HR only. Okay. Mm-hmm. You just need to also focus on what are the financial aspects, what are the recent marketing trends actually have. domain where exactly you are working right now okay mm-hmm. so other domain blend it as for your requirement customize it and use it okay mm-hmm. it will help you. okay okay uh, that makes sense to me as well so um when we think about this job market and the job application process so job yeah. application process the way we look into it actually uh, most of the times it happens that it is not effective or the efficient right because people keep applying to the jobs and they don't know they don't hear back 
uh, what happens to their application. Sometimes they get just the auto-generated email saying that your application has been rejected. So what, what happens to that job application process and how we can make it more efficient? Yeah, actually what happened generally as for a survey recently published in Life Career, six seconds is the average time a recruiter actually look at a particular CV or is where exactly this particular role is fitting or not. Okay, that's the first thing. If that is not there, then your CV is getting rejected, first of all. Mm -hmm. Second thing, actually, there are three to four mistakes generally job applicants actually they are doing in their CV. If that particular role is relevant to you, then please apply it. Okay, and what happens generally in most of the time, people are keep on applying in a particular organization, Okay, third thing actually what happens generally, they are not actually putting the keywords in context. Mm -hmm. Okay, if keywords is missing, your ATS is not actually tracking it. Okay, mm -hmm. and your CV is getting rejected. And you are only wondering actually why actually my CV is not shortlisted, although mm -hmm. I know many things because I have seen many examples, many good candidates actually, their CV is rejected just because of three to four digits. Mm -hmm. Multiple times people, what they are doing, they are only mentioning the keyword multiple times just mm -hmm. to capture the ATS. It has been screened. Again, actually when it is, comes to human part, like me or any other recruiter. So while actually taking a glance on that particular CV, we are only finding those keywords, but other aspects are missing. Mm -hmm. Okay. A single keyword has been used in a CV multiple times. actually don't include too much fancy formats. Multiple mm -hmm. formats have been used in a particular resume. And it actually distracts the attention of the recruiter as well as the individual. So any kind of a key recommendation like as we are talking about the formatting as well, right? So one thing you mentioned that don't mention one keyword multiple times. It's avoid like redundancy in the in the sure. profile or the resume. So okay. uh, another, any other kind of a standard guidelines you would like to share with the people? CV or resume to assume one to two page, not more than that. It should capture what exactly you are doing right now, mm -hmm. what actually required in that particular job for which actually you are applying and make it customized mm -hmm. because adding to CV or resume, add one cover letter. That will also help you a lot mm -hmm. in getting the attention of the recruiter or the organization. Yeah. Okay. And then which format do you prefer? Like, you know, there people create some right now we have like some of the interactive tools available as well to design your resume interactive, make it more interactive. People are having the charts on the resume, how much experience in particular skills, like visual profile. And then people are coming up with the PDF formats or the Word document. Which format is the so most? Whatever the format it may be. Okay. So you can use multiple formats. But mm -hmm. major is to actually don't uh, include too much fancy. Mm -hmm. should be mentioned there for the role which actually you are applying. Mm -hmm. That's the simple thing. And your CV is getting selected for CEO. Mm -hmm. So you're saying that keep it simple and then uh, is there a way that people can parse their resume beforehand before applying to the job where they get to know that whether it is matching to the skill set required skills there are many there are many uh, websites actually 
check from there also and also there are many resume writer also are available you can also take help of them to customize your cv mm-hmm. and it will help you a lot actually okay okay sounds good so it is more or like a guidance and approach to the people like yeah. see, what because is the resume looks presentable and relevant if it is not relevant it is not presentable then it will not actually attract anybody yeah so uh, one more interesting question i have about this like you know when we talk about any role in the job market uh, they come up with generalized uh, roles and responsibilities or the skill set so they want everything yeah. like for example if we are talking about the current job market which is more or in the data field and uh, people are looking for suppose the position of a data scientist they are coming up with like you know norm that saying that okay you should have the phd in statistics with phd in mathematics and then 10 years of work experience who will have the 10 years of experience because this era is completely new so that doesn't make sense sometimes right, right. when you are posting that in the, so do you think that there is a gap when the job postings happen on the marketplace or what is that what goes under that analysis when a recruiter or any kind of a, like any employer goes for the job posting in the job market what kind of analysis they do uh see actually there are different roles actually the roles has been divided into three major parts one who is actually we are talking right now is mm-hmm. related to mid level and senior level yeah okay uh, and for mid uh, junior to mid level the transition actually happen within 5 to 8 years of service mm-hmm. so in that actually one particular role is applicable to everybody be mm-hmm. it entry level or be it mid level that is abc means always be cultivating mm-hmm. okay whatever the role actually you are doing right now do some you a lot in the today's market okay don't actually think that actually 10 year service is required and that type of skill set mm-hmm. is required you can also learn that particular skill set in due course of time if you are actually practicing if you are applying i am in hr i don't have any role in data science evangelist because yeah. why should i am learning because do keep yourself updated in the market okay otherwise actually you will be at the back door you are not the front runner mm-hmm. right now in the employment market and you have to strike to that particular thing yeah so as per we will talk more about your specific experience actually so uh, where we are thinking about like you know once the person applies for the job so what next steps happens to that particular application Yeah, when actually anybody is applying for a job, actually there are two process actually happens particularly. Mm-hmm. First, actually they are scrutinizing. And then actually, if the CV is matching to the requirement, then actually it goes to the next step mm-hmm. for evaluation with the individual manager for the role actually for which actually we have applied. Mm-hmm. If it is not there, then it is straight for a rejected. So that's what I'm telling. The job application should be. like that so that actually should match the requirement mm-hmm. if it is not matching don't actually apply for that particular job because in many people times and actually it is going to the garbage and also it has been blocked okay so because they, we don't have any much time with us to scrutinize mm-hmm. each and every cv we can't actually give 30 minutes 40 minutes time to a particular cv whether that individual is matching to the requirement or not So that's the main thing okay okay <laughs> that makes sense to me as well uh moving to the next question is about you know uh, you already uh, 
told us actually about the auto passing and the resume system that it is better always better to get advice on the resume evaluate your resume yeah. before applying it uh, moving to the next question is about um, you know uh, what are the challenges uh, as a hr professional or the being in the talent acquisition team uh, you guys have in the current system uh, absence of right approach according to me it is absence of right approach means after candidate means maximum candidates are those are passive in nature they are not actually interested to apply you just need to pitch right way so that they can be attracted and culture sounds um, sounds much in that particular case because if your culture is good if you are providing good experience to the, your employees then actually they are going to be attracted fourth point is actually hiring fast because that is actually somewhere actually we need to talk mm-hmm. to have to be reduced okay this is a third, fourth challenge fifth challenge actually using data driven approach mm-hmm. so sometimes actually although we have job application system or ats but actually it is not coming handy mm-hmm. during that particular course of time because many people they have already changed that particular profile mm-hmm. okay they have changed their job and you can't actually track them where exactly they are king right now it is happening in the niche segment mm-hmm. yeah particular employer is much more important right now mm-hmm. sixth point is actually uh, learning agility okay learning culture whether you are providing your organization or not it also the major challenge one of the point and uh, last point actually basically creating an uh, creating an recruitment uh, creating an effective recruitment approach for the organization so all these actually are the major challenge for hello hello yeah okay yeah. uh yeah so that is useful uh moving uh to our next question is like you know uh we always talk about you know just directly going for the connections always look for the mutual connections or connection any kind of a networking or the referrals uh, if you are applying for a particular job why is it employ- why why is why it comes to the employer whether you know the resume comes to the referral or it comes from the normal pool like a normal job application process how does that differentiate to to the employer it doesn't differentiate actually it, it doesn't make sense from where actually the cv is coming be it referral be it uh, mail so in everything actually we check the skill set level whether skill set is or not if skill set is there then actually it will come to the next process otherwise you will simply reject that particular cv with an apology mail okay so is it more over like employer always look for like you know uh if it goes through the referral they have the guarantee that the profile might be more accurate like whatever they are looking for to the matching to the skill sometimes set sometimes it uh, sometimes it actually it happens sometimes it doesn't happen uh, okay mm-hmm. okay then uh, uh, next question is uh, about uh, you know uh, employee growth and employee benefits like uh, once the employee joins to the organization how employees uh, motivation can be countable towards uh organizational growth like giving employees the proper promotions or the benefits or the bonuses promotions um if the employee is satisfied then organization might be like you know grow more but uh, does that happen usually in the organization level or how does that relate like employee yeah uh, so here actually employee and organization growth uh, goes hand in hand because employee 
uh, organization creates the growth for the growth opportunity for the employees okay so there are different aspects actually you see from the job satisfaction point of view compensation plays a vital role mm -hmm. for any employee followed by culture of that particular organization followed by job satisfaction because if you are not providing job satisfaction you can't actually encourage the potential mm -hmm. among the employees to work more satisfaction but particularly individuals subjective viewpoint if you are actually treating it and giving value then actually it will help you if not then actually it will not help you in any way yeah but currently when we see that you know when it comes to like what kind of organization it is it matters like whether you are in the small scale middle scale or the large scale so when it goes to that uh, it is again get into some kind of a business processes where you know even though employees worth giving the promotion or the growth eligible for the growth uh, it doesn't happen on time for that particular employee and what happens is like um, employers lose the good employees because of that because employees not satisfied anymore and then they lose that kind of a proper employees actually who can actually counts towards the organizational growth so what organizations can do better to you know give the those employees the proper promotions or the bonuses there should be something like a fast track which can be implemented within the organization but how right. do you look into it like uh, is it fine for the employers to lose those employees or uh, no, it's it is not like it's very because hard to bring yeah. the change into the complete business right. process system right. yeah actually if you are losing good employees actually it will uh, it will not actually help in and second thing actually uh, you have to create one idp that is individual development plan by discussing with top management what type of promotion you are providing what type mm -hmm. of learning agility you are providing there whether like you are providing them experience and learning part whether actually you are providing them job security aspect compensation mm -hmm. part benefit what are the types of benefit you are providing apart from ctc all these things actually come together mm -hmm. and it should be customized as per the organization demand and the requirement to retain the please employees because 20% employees are key in any organization those who are the enablers for the organization in the long run of the service and you have to focus and strategize that particular point you cannot actually limit yourself with a traditional promotional pattern mm -hmm. otherwise actually you have to also add on new features mm -hmm. what more actually you can provide that employee mm -hmm. he can feel actually enlightened in that particular profile and in the organization okay uh, do you think that when uh, offer like uh, i'm not sure whether you would be the right person to because i think uh, recruiters might be the but uh, still you might have some idea about it so when uh, employers provide an offer to particular uh, candidate right so sometimes it happens that there is some misgap or like you know whatever is communicated once you join the organization you find out something different about that policy or whether you know that policy is not impl implemented for that particular department and you are not eligible for that something like that so do you think there should be a transparency when the employers provide the uh, offer letter to the employee employee or candidate or how how do you look into that particular situation yeah transparency is required from the very first day of the employee connect because engage engage and engage mm -hmm. these are the three words
it actually starts in the candidate till the exit and post exit mm-hmm. because what type of experience you are providing actually it will last long mm-hmm. so you should not actually talk any false statement to any candidate because it will create negative word of mouth not only for the recruiter point of view mm-hmm. but also for the organization because your credential as a recruiter and the brand as an organizer both are badly affected by all these things so in Twitter. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense actually to me as well. I feel that it should be a transparent system. Whenever you are communicating something or you are bringing the new That's candidate, it is kind of itself a brand for that particular organization. When you are offering something to the candidate, right. there is the win-win situation actually. If you keep that transparency, that candidate will be more happy and then you know yes. he will be satisfied. So thank you so much for those insights. Um, moving to the next question. Uh, we already talk about the uh, fast track uh, promotional promotions and everything uh, and you told that uh, employee satisfaction or the employee growth goes hand in hand with the organizational growth if employee is not satisfied or the organization will be will be not like growing so uh, moving to the next question like you know your passion actually so you seem like a kind of a leader in the area of interest that whatever area you are interested in you are leading that area actually and it seems that people like you on the social media platforms as well so uh, how do you describe the leadership style and uh, any kind of a leader that you follow always or look after that you know i am yeah, leadership style yeah leadership style yeah so leadership style actually depends on situation and circumstances actually mm-hmm. so i follow this approach so sometimes actually you influencer sometimes you have to be supportive and sometimes actually you need to act like persons so mm-hmm. collaborative leadership approach is actually required mm-hmm. nowadays for the organization growth if actually you are not collaborative you are not dominant mm-hmm. you are not supportive if you are not influencer then actually your work will suffer you mm-hmm. cannot actually stick to a particular leadership style mm-hmm. yeah yeah that definitely is something uh, leaders should have that collaborative yeah. leadership style because yeah. unless until there is a collaboration it's hard to have that team building and then you know uh, towards uh, it will not count towards the growth unless until you have that kind right. of collaborative platform so thank you so much any leader that you look after always like uh, i follow mr pravish dha yeah so i follow mr pravish dha uh-huh. so influential because the type of leadership uh, he poses it actually influenced me a lot in my career there many thing actually you can learn because you can't actually compare x with y okay so from different person every individual is having certain unique quality mm-hmm. so being an individual to grow in your career you need to capture that particular unique quality and implement it in your okay uh, sounds good to me um uh, then uh, moving to the next question is about like uh, already you gave couple of uh, tips and advice on the resume improvement or you know how uh, people can uh, apply to the jobs effectively 
but again uh, getting back to the tips and advice for the people actually uh, who uh, are in the profession and they are looking for for the growth in their particular role towards the leadership side side or the people who are uh, within the organization they are looking to move from one technology to the other technology what kind of advice or tip you would like to give to those people so according to me actually the career change frankly it is hard to accept in any organization first of all actually you have to be very clear on that particular front secondly actually as we are right now living social media so so set light on the hidden network this is the first tip actually i would like to give because here actually you can find out many individuals who are actually they want to help others to do career change in their life mm-hmm. so you have to identify them connect with them discuss with their uh, with your interest area and mm-hmm. how exactly they can help you out so both things actually come together then actually you can help mm-hmm. yeah that's true actually and yeah. uh, do you feel that it is very hard like uh, when you are part of a big big population or the big chunk it is always very hard like you know when people are looking for one take team change or they want to change their technology it's very hard like within the organization yeah. because um there are lots of things involved at the organization level we will not talk about that but um but uh, do you think what would be the best approach when the person struggles or they he wants to like you know move like i have seen couple of people who are talking to me like you know they want to move to the data science or data analyst but they are stuck into the software engineering side like a java development or the ui development and they are not able to switch towards the data side so what would be the best approach is it like changing the job is the best approach or why that experience doesn't count when you are changing the technology to the recruiter side like um you see that advice, countable in that particular job first yes learn new skills make the ask approach means mm-hmm. actually make them want to help mm-hmm. identify those individual who can actually help you out and mm-hmm. then actually it will make you easy to change your interest area okay so okay. always follow make the ask approach and be in the job because if you are if you want to change your domain mm-hmm. it is not easy every time mm-hmm. yeah so right do something new actually by staying in your current role mm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense to me as well like that is more important and yeah. uh, keep learning actually that is more important aspect that you know doing uh, keep doing the personal projects if you are looking for a change it is more or about you being the proactive on that particular thing if you are looking for the change um and to end up uh, like this podcast actually last question i would like to ask is more over about you know the, like you are leading the hr professional uh, world and then you want to be the chief talent officer one day so uh, if people are looking after you what kind of a courses or the books or the uh, academic education that you would like to you know recommend people to pursue their education in or take some courses online or the books kind of yeah many courses are actually available online right now as actually we are uh, living in new digital era so digitization actually is the most important aspect mm-hmm. um, and from hr point of view there are three courses actually we should learn uh, first one is people analytics second mm-hmm. one is digital hr mm-hmm. third is depending upon your passion what actually you want to add on in your current role 
there are three things actually we should learn being an hr professional because it will help you five years down the line mm-hmm. and you are not actually living far behind in that mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that that's uh, quite a wise advice as well. So uh, you you have like to the point things. I feel like you had like you know uh, particular things, and now I can see why that hashtag Satyavius came into the picture because uh, you have lots of things which are like a peculiar about particular HR profession. So thank you so much for being guest on my Solid Saturday podcast. I really appreciate your time and uh, providing your insights and how the current job market uh, works. definitely this is the one key takeaway i would like to take from this podcast is more over that you know uh, employer employee growth is always uh, count towards the organizational growth and transparency transparency being in the system is the major factor towards it so to build that kind of a relation between the employee and the organization so thank you so much for those insights and uh, have a great rest of your day